Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The ISO with Dan Dickow and SB Live Sports, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Here's Dickow from the deep corner for three. Uh-oh, uh-oh. It's on now. Downtown Dan connects. Every morning when I'm working out, I'm listening to your podcast. Keep up the great work. I mean, I've seen Dan Dickow hit some big shots in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> I got to salute you, man. Like, I've been watching you since I was in high school trying to mimic all your moves. Another episode of the ISO with myself, your host, Dan Dickow for SB Live Sports is here. Today, November 24th, meaning it is a Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, and every Wednesday it is Mailbag Wednesday where I take a couple questions, typically three, from the listeners, and whether they are geared towards my playing career, maybe my broadcasting work, or just general thoughts in in the world of basketball or athletics, uh, I, I break it down and I answer. So today with it being Thanksgiving week, I figured I would try to find a, a couple questions maybe that came in in regards to college basketball tournaments or how teams uh, at multiple levels work during the Thanksgiving week. So we'll get right to it. Bill from Portland asks, with all of the great college basketball that will be on Thanksgiving week, which is your favorite college tournament? Uh, Bill, that's a really fun and unique one to answer because college preseason tournaments um, have really kind of gotten a, a really, become a really big deal over the last however many years. You got the Champions Classic, years ago it was the preseason NIT, um, and then the the two big ones uh, when I was a kid growing up and then when I was still uh, when I was able to play in college were that you wanted to play in were the Maui Invitational and the Great Alaska Shootout. Well, the Great Alaska Shootout really is not uh, a tournament anymore, unfortunately. Um, a number of other tournaments in warm weather locales where fans want to travel to have kind of become uh, the hot tournaments, uh, over the last few years. But, you know, when I look at it, the Maui is always the the gold standard, I think for that Thanksgiving week. Um, unfortunately, and uniquely that tournament is going to be played in Las Vegas this year. Last year it was played in Nashville, North Carolina because of COVID, uh, not being able to travel, um, without having a long quarantine period in, in Hawaii, uh, was the reason for that, and I think it's similar this year with why it's in Las Vegas. But Maui's always a great uh, tournament. Um, I love watching those games. Um, you really get a, a, a nice sense of of some high level teams each year, some really good mid major teams that could make some noise in the NCAA tournament. And then it's always interesting and unique to watch, you know, the Division Two host Chaminade see if they can come up with an upset and see how they play against some of the the high powers of college basketball. Um, You know, I also really like following the Atlantis tournament down in the Bahamas. That's become a really good one over the last maybe five, six years. Um, I I like the teams. Um, The thing that I don't like about watching that tournament on TV is is how it's played in a ballroom where it's constructed. Uh, It seems really dark, almost as if they're trying to recreate all that Madison Square Garden 
type feel where the crowd's all dark and the, the court is just lit up. Um, but that being said, you know, that that's my personal opinion and, and it is a tremendous tournament every single year. Um, you know, the, the Orlando tournament that ESPN has ran for a number of years tends to get a lot of really good teams. The name has changed a, a couple times over the years. Uh, I believe it was the, the Disney classic at some point, but, um, you know, it's on the Disney campus and it's hosted and run by ESPN. That's always been a good one. Uh, the Wooden Legacy is fun just because usually there's a lot of West Coast teams in it. Uh, and I like it because it's tied into John Wooden. I mean, John Wooden to me is the greatest basketball coach of all time. Um, and, and what he stood for, what he taught uh, is, is lost at times these days in, in athletics. Um, the preseason NIT is really not what it used to be years ago, and now this year it's the NIC, NIT season tip-off. Charleston Classic has another good one with some good uh, Power 5 conferences, and they've got a unique uh, and a really good kind of mid-major type uh, opening round game. And St. Bonaventure, the Atlantic 10 against Boise State uh, of the Mountain West, that's going to be a tremendous early season game because – uh, Bonaventure, uh, preseason top 25, uh, they've got a great backcourt Mountain West from, uh, with Boise State. Um, they were in, in the driver's seat last year until they faltered down the stretch, but uh, Leon Rice has a tremendous uh, basketball team coming back this year. That's going to be a fun one. When I think about Thanksgiving week and the tournaments, though, for me, when I played in college, my freshman year at UW, we were not invited to, to any of the big tournaments. Uh, my sophomore year, we played... Uh, in the Big Island Invitational uh, on the Big Island of Hawaii. And that was a fun one um, and an interesting one because um, we, we flew over early. We stayed a couple days on the west side of the Big Island where it didn't rain, had some practice, um, then went to the Hilo area where the tournament was, and all it did was rain for the four or five days that we were there. Um, the 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 tournament organizers have a big banquet the night before games kick off, and, and that's kind of how you you have your Thanksgiving dinner, so to speak. Um, but it rained. There was so much condensation on the floor that uh, they talked about calling the tournament off at times, and some games were delayed um, to be able to wipe up the condensation on the floor. Um, UW, we ended up losing to Georgia Tech uh, in the finals of that tournament. Um, but all in all, it was a fun tournament. I remember, you know, it, it wasn't quite the Maui Invitational, but it was still a really good tournament. Um, my junior year with Gonzaga, um, we did not play in any preseason um, Thanksgiving week tournaments. Uh, but then my, my senior year, we got to go to the Great Alaska Shootout, which at the time, as I mentioned earlier, was one of the big tournaments. It, it was one of the, the really good ones, the elite tournaments. And... <clears throat> You know, I remember Indiana was there. I remember there was a couple mid-majors there. But our three matchups were, were awesome. We played St. John's. We played Texas. And then we lost to Marquette in the championship game of the Great Alaska Shootout. And the, the unique part about that game against Marquette was that was Dwayne Wade's coming out party, that whole entire tournament. Um, you know, he had to sit out his first year at Marquette. There, there were rumors that people knew he was good, but nobody knew just how good he was going to be at the college level. And then in that tournament, he just exploded. Uh, Gonzaga, we had no answer for him. He darn near had a quadruple double. I think he had like 24 points. 
I want to say nine rebounds, eight assists, six steals, four block shots. Uh, I mean, he literally did everything on the floor that night. Um, and lo and behold, he becomes an All-American the next season. Uh, and then he becomes a tremendous NBA player, winning championships, all-stars. Um, and if I remember right, he did make the top 75. I don't have that list in front of me. But if he didn't, that was a shame. Um, so great question. Thanks for sending that one in, Bill. Uh, Sarah from Spokane asks, what's on your Thanksgiving menu? Uh, my wife's a tremendous cook. And so, you know, she, she always does a tremendous spread and, and we eat literally all day. It feels like, you know, we'll have a spread in the morning, um, of different things while my kids are, are watching the, the Macy's Thanksgiving day parade. And we'll flip back and forth between that and a couple movies. Uh, a lot of times I'll go to a gym, um, with with my boys i don't know if we'll do that this year but that that has been the case in years past and then it's just the typical thanksgiving uh turkey mashed potatoes sweet potatoes green bean casserole uh you name it it's it's on the it's it's on the the menu it's on the docket and then it's finished up by a, a late night um you know movie watching and or board game playing uh episode of having some dessert with with pumpkin pie and some different things so and then you just want to sleep for about the next 16 hours uh, because it's such a good meal. But yeah, yep, we got the typical Thanksgiving spread at our house. Last question comes from Brent in Oakland, California. I don't know if we've gotten a question yet from anybody in Oakland, but Brent, thanks for being a listener. Um, he asks, what do teams do when on the road in the in college and in the NBA if you're gone on Thanksgiving? Um, you know, that's uh, that's a good one. I mentioned in college uh, the many preseason tournaments, uh, Thanksgiving week tournaments that are going on and some of the, the tournaments that I was a part of um, during that time. Um, and usually if you have a tournament uh, you know, there's that week, there's a, there's a banquet for all of the teams to be a part of and to just kind of, uh, you know, thank the local business sponsors, uh, marketing partners. Uh, it's a chance for a, almost to use it as, as a press conference for the coaches to share a little bit about their teams. Um, sometimes each of the players get, get a chance to do something really quickly and small in the community at these events, um, you know, to give back uh, for the community being so supportive of these events. Um, but that would be one thing, usually the day before the tournament begins, if games are played actually on Thanksgiving Day, which many times there are, uh, usually the, the team in college at that at that tournament will have a separate banquet room because they've all got pregame meals, postgame meals. Um, a team will set up a uh, Thanksgiving dinner for, for their 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 team, their program. I mean, I remember we did that in, in Alaska. We played on Thanksgiving day and I think we played early in the morning and in Alaska at that time of year, there's literally like two hours of, of sunlight. And so nobody would walk outside, um, the hotel. I think the only time I went to out of the hotel was to walk to the bus. And then the bus takes us to either practice or the games. I don't think I walked around at all. Um, but you know, the, the program would, would have a separate Thanksgiving, uh, meal set up for the program with, with the players, um, with the, the coaches. And, and a lot of times because it's a, um, holiday week, the, the coaches families many times would join, 
um, that week. And then they would obviously be at that dinner as well. Um, you know, if you're not out traveling and playing one of the, in one of these events and, and you're at home on your, your campus, you know, the, the campus is shut down that week. And so really there's no dining halls, there's no food service on the universities. Um, and in those cases, such as my freshman year and, you know, my junior year, not traveling with Gonzaga, the redshirt year, um, not traveling with Gonzaga, I would have gone home for the week. But the junior year when Gonzaga didn't play in any tournament, uh, it would have been a, uh, a usually an assistant coach um, would, would host um, some guys for Thanksgiving. I remember one year for Thanksgiving, I was at Leon Rice, uh, his house and his, his wife, Robin, cooked up a meal for a number of us. Um, you know, and I know another assistant coach hosted a few other guys. Um, but you know, it's one of those things where for a young college kid, you're kind of finding your way. It's a holiday. You know, if, if, if you're not at home, uh, you need something to kind of be amongst a group and feel a part of something. And so, uh, if you weren't traveling as a team, a lot of programs, assistant coaches would, would have you over to their house and, and, and try to recreate a great experience for you on Thanksgiving in the NBA, very different, very, well, I, I should say it's very similar, but different all at the same time. In the NBA, there's not the amount of camaraderie amongst the players and a program versus an organization. The camaraderie is typically much, much less. Um, but if you're if you happen to be on the road for Thanksgiving, um, you would have a Thanksgiving meal uh, in a banquet room where they would set things up. Maybe not all the guys would go, um, you know, it would be, Hey, we've got Thanksgiving dinner. We'd love for you guys to show up, say it's at three o'clock. We're going to have a couple TVs set up here to watch some football and you guys can hang out as long as you want. The food will be out from three to five o'clock. Stay as long as you want, stay as short as you want. Some guys would stay the whole time. Some guys would, you know, come down and hang out for 40 minutes and eat and go back to their room and, Unfortunately, you know, like I said, the camaraderie wasn't always there. Sometimes guys would, you know, get a plate, take it up to their room, and that's the last that you would see of them, um, you know, because that's how they wanted to spend their their off time, um, not in practice or, or a game or a team meeting type setting. So uh, wish everyone uh, a great Thanksgiving. I know uh, I've been blessed to, to do so many great things in the world of athletics and in particular the game of basketball that I love so much from playing to coaching to analyzing it as a broadcaster. Being a part of SB Live is tremendous. I really enjoy the group that I work with there. Um, I appreciate these questions and they make me reflect a little bit about the blessings that I've had to be a part of uh, some great Thanksgivings, um, not just with my family, but when I'm not able to be around my family uh, with former teammates, former coaches, and uh, hopefully it gives you a little insight into uh, the world of sports during a holiday period. So thanks again. God bless. Take care and have a happy Thanksgiving. The ISO with Dan Dickow and SB Live Sports brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network the number one podcast network for professionals.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.